Good Arab Shabbos, Parshas Bola. Um, Chazora from Memtes on the Dalus. Seven lines up from the bottom of the page. Memtes on the Dalus. Yosef Rabbi Zera Achiri to Rav Gidal. Rabbi Zera was sitting behind Rav Gidal. Yosef Rav Gidal coming to Rav Puna. Rav Gidal was sitting in front of Rav Puna. Yosef the Kohamar. And Rav Gidal was sitting there and saying, Toh! Veloi, his kish or Shabbos, if a person made a mistake during Berkus Hamozain, and he forgot to make a mention of Shabbos, he forgot to say Ritzay. Omer then he says, Baruch Shanotim Shabbosis, Nimnuchali Ami Yisrael Biavo, the Oath for the Bris, he makes his Brocha, Baruch Shanotim Shabbosis, blessed is he who gives Shabbosis for rest to his people Yisrael Biavo with love, the Oath for the Bris, as a sign and as a covenant, Baruch Mekadisha Shabbos, and you end with the Chasim as well, Baruch Hashem Mekadisha Shabbos. So Omar Ali, so Rabbi said to him, Man Omro, who said that? Where did you get that from? So he said, Rav said that. Then he continued on, Rabbi once again was sitting there and he said another halacha. Tovah Hizkeshol Yomtov, if a person forgot to mention Yalav Yobah in benching, on Yomtov. Omar he says, Boruch Shanosan Yomim Tovim Le'ameh Yisrael, Le'simcha V'Lezikorein, Boruch Mekadish Yisrael V'Azmani. Omar Ali, so Rabbi said to him, Man Omro, who said that one? So he said, Rav was also Rav. Hoda Yosef Amar. Finally, Rav Gidal said, this is Rabbi Zero who is actually telling the story, telling it as it happened. Tovah the Hizkeh Shal Rosh Chodesh. If a person missed out, on Rosh Chodesh, and then he says, Baruch Shanosan Rosh Chodoshim Na'ama Yisrael Lezikore. Then he says, this bracha of, this is after he said, Benim Racham of Yerushalayim Amen. Then he says, this bracha, Baruch Shanosan Rosh Chodoshim Na'ama Yisrael Lezikore. Says Rabbi Zeru, but Yodana, but I'm not sure. Iomar bar Simcha Eloi, whether Rav Gidal mentioned anything about saying Simcha, Eloi Omar bar Simcha, whether he didn't say Simcha in it. Number two is I'm not sure. Ichosim bar Eloi Chosim bar, whether he said that you have a Chasim as well. You end up Baruch Shenosan, Baruch um, at the end after saying the Zikaron Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadish Yisrael Baruch Shevalashem or something like that. And and number three is Ididei Idirabe. I'm also not sure whether he said it of his own back or whether there was also a quote from his Rebbe Rav. La'alokha we take on that on Rosh we don't mention Simcha. That seems that uh, all the, let's say, more or less all the Rosh agree with the ones we saw. But with regard to whether you have a Chasimah to it or not, that is actually a Machlech to Rosh In truth, is, is, there's actually a, there are even opinions who say you don't even say Shemu Malchus even in the Pesicha of the Baruch on Rosh So what we do is we pass that you do not have a Chasimah on Rosh You do not have a Chasimah on Rosh But you do have a proper Pesicha on Rosh You have Shemu Malchus in the Pesicha, Baruch Hashem, etc., etc. The one time when you will have a, a mention of Rosh in the Chasimah, La Halacha, at least, is um, if it's both Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, and you miss out both Ritzay and Yad Aviyavah, and you realize in time, then you make a single bracha which covers both of them. And in the Chasimah, which you're going to be making because of Shabbos anyway, since you're already making a Chasimah for Shabbos, so you, make, you can make a Chasimah for Rosh Chodesh, you just um, sort of include it in the Chasimah together with Shabbos. Yudah is standing in front of Rav Nachman. And so Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman made a mistake in benching. He went back to the beginning. So Omalei, so he, so he said to him, he said to Rav Nachman, My time of Ovid Marochi, why did you do that? Omalei, he said to him, 
So Omar Rabbi Shila, Omar Rab, because Rabbi Shila said in the name of Rab, so if a person made a mistake in Bet, she closed the door, she has to go back to the beginning. So he asked him, Omar Rabbi Omar Rab, but surely Rabbi said in the name of Rab, so if a person made a mistake, I mean, he says, Baruch Shem Osan. He says this, Baruch Baruch Shem Osan. So Omar Rabbi said to him, well, you, there's, there's a third member of Rab which you need to know. Love it, my life, and all said on that, Omar Rab, Menasi about Takhlifa Omar Rab in the name of Rab, that's only if you haven't yet started the fourth bracha of benching. Once you've started the fourth bracha of benching, then you have to go back to the beginning of benching. And that is part of the way we paskin. The way we paskin, as we said, is that if a person, let's just go through the cases, if a person realizes he's forgotten to say, before he says Baruch Hato Hashem at the end of Bene Verachamov, then there's no shy that obviously you just go back and say Ritzay. And who hasn't anything else? Yala Biyobos. If a person realizes the mistake after he says Baruch Hato Hashem, then the Mishra Burah says you should just say Lamdini Chakechon and go back and say Ritzay. If you said Baruch Hato Hashem Bene, but you haven't got any further than that, he says Torachi and that's actually a machlix, which he's not really machriya on. But if you've already said, Bene Barachim of Yerushalayim, Amen, then there's no shayda, then you say this bracha. On Rosh Chedesh, you've got the bracha for Rosh Chedesh, Shabbos, and Yomtiv, you've got the, the bracha, the relevant bracha there. If, however, you've already gone on to the next bracha, let's say you've said, Baruch to Hashem, Erekeinu Merachoyed, so the Chayi Odom says, well, if you've got no further than that, then you just say Hashem Nosan, you can just continue with Hashem Nosan, you say that bracha. The Mishnah, the Bialoch is not so happy with that, because he says, once you've said Baruch to Hashem of the next bracha, with that you've effectively finished, you've ha- already had the Hesachadah. It's not so much that you say the, the word, Hakeel Avinu, Hakeel Adirinu, whatever you're having to say there, that's not, that's not so much the point. The point is, once you start the fourth bracha, you've already had Hesachadah from the previous bracha, and that's why you can no longer say this bracha of Ashenosa. So he's not so happy with that. But what is absolutely clear is, once you've actually started the fourth bracha properly, then there's no question about it. If it's Shabbos or Yom Tov, you have to go back to the beginning of benching. Back to the beginning of benching. So, Omar Ab Ibi Bar Ovin. Says Ab Ibi Bar Ovin, Omar Ab Amram, Omar Ab Nachman, Omar Shmuel. If a person made a mistake and he didn't mention Rosh Chedesh, B'tfila, if it's in davening, Shachres or Mincha of Rosh Chedesh, Machtirin, so we make him go back. If it's in benching, E Machtirin, so we don't make him go back. So, Omari Rav Ovin or Rav Amram. So, Rav Ovin said to Rav Amram, Maishan or Tfila, what's the difference when it comes to davening? When we, don't, we do make him go back. Well, Maishan or Rav Amram, why is it with benching we don't make him go back? In other words, he realizes it's a mistake too late, he can't say the Ashen Osan anymore. So he goes back, to, he doesn't have to go back. Why not? So Amalisi, he answers him, Afli Kashri, I also had this Kasha. Vishail Taylor Abdachan, and I asked from Nachman. But Omalin, he said to me, I never heard from Shmuel the answer. And the next year, but let's, let's take a look at ourselves and work it out for ourselves. Tefillah of the Chaybahi, Tefillah which is obligatory, so we make him go back. Whereas Birkas Mazona, when it comes to Birkas Hamotan, the boy Ochil, eat boy Loy Ochil. If he wants, he can eat. If he wants, he doesn't have to eat. On Rosh Chedesh, he doesn't have to eat bread. In Machsilin, so we don't make him go back. Says the Gemara, let me ask him, now that that's the case, Shabbosav, Yamin, Tovim, Delitaki, Deloy Ochil, Hachinami, Di, Toi, Hoda. When it comes to Shabbos and Yontem, when you don't have a choice in the matter, you have to eat at least two meals on Yontem and two or three meals on Shabbos. We'll discuss in a second what about the, the Shabbos Shabbos, the last meal. But where you have to eat bread, is the halacha takal if you make a mistake, you miss that ritzel, yalla, yalla, you have to go back. 
So therefore, in conclusion, it's like this. Shabbos or Yom Tov, if you realize your mistake early on, early enough, you can say the Baruch of Asher Nosan. If you don't realize it early enough, then it's back to the beginning of benching. That's quite clear. What is it then with the Shabbos to others, with the last, with the last um, uh, meal of Shabbos? So over there, Tosus is Mesopic about it, and he says it's something you do have to eat bread. But Halach on it's not so clear that one has to have bread. Obviously, ideally, one should have bread. But since... Strictly speaking, a person can be at the third meal of Shabbos without bread. Therefore, we pass in that for the third meal. Um, if a person missed out with say, um, in the third meal, then obviously you do say Asher Nosan, but if you realize you mistake too late, then you go back to the beginning of benching. That's quite clear. Um, if a person actually did not bench till after, till Mitzvah Shabbos, so, um, just while whilst we're on the subject of Shabbos Shabbos, if a person only benched on Mitzvah Shabbos, and obviously he was eating Shabbos Shabbos before Shabbos went out, and he continued eating after Shabbos went out, and he only benched afterwards. See, as long as he hasn't done Mariv, he hasn't said, uh, he hasn't even answered the Baruch Hu, he answered Hamavdil ben Kedesh Lechol, so, out of Sophic, he can say Ritzay. Because it's, it's a Sophic, it's a Shida, whether we go after the beginning of the meal or the end of the meal, but out of Sophic, you can say Ritzay. But if you missed out Ritzay, then now, as to stopping, we can't tell you to say the bracha Asher Nosan, but you can say the bracha without Shem Malta. So you say it without Shem Malta. Um, just as an aside, we mentioned that if a person, if it's going into Rosh Chodesh, in other words, somebody's going to be Rosh Chodesh, then a person should endeavour to finish the bread of the meal before Shkia, on Shabbos. Because if you eat after Shkia, then you, and you have a Kazai's after Shkia, then you've got a bit of a shadow what to do now. Because on the one hand, if you say, if you say, say, you need, really maybe you should be saying Ritzay, because you go after the beginning of the meal. Or maybe you say Alaviyavai, because you go after the end of the meal. Or do you say both? But if you say both, it looks a little funny, because how can you be saying Ritzay and Yalaviyavai? Yalaviyavai is Sunday, and Ritzay is Shabbos. So some say, nonetheless, you say both Ritzay and Yalaviyavai. Others say you only say Yalaviyavai, because Yalaviyavai is a definite Chiyub. Ritzay, as we said, is not so posh. We only say it because of the Sophie. Yalaviyavai, you definitely have to say. But because of this, uh, problem, because of this problem, some, um, the, the advice is try and make sure you finish your bread before Shkir. But uh, coming back to, to Agamor now, so that's with regard to Shabbos and Yom Tov. Yom Tov, as we said, the two meals are obligatory, that's quite clear, one in the night, one in the day, and if you didn't have an, a meal in the night, says the Supreme God, and then two in the day will be obligatory. What about Rosh Chodesh? As we said, with Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh is not obligatory, and therefore... Um, if you realize your mistake in time, then you can say the Boruch Hashem without a chasimo. If you don't realize your mistake in time, then you do not go back to the beginning of Benchen. So too with Chol the same idea. With Chol if you don't realize your mistake in time, it's not ab- absolutely obligatory to have bread on Chol therefore you don't go back for it. But if you do realize your mistake in time, then you say the Asher uh, without a chasimo like, like with Rosh Chodesh. On Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, um, one can say the Asher there's a machlokes whether whether you have a chasima or not, and it seems the Mishnah Bura is more noted to go not like the Morgan Avram that you do have a chasima. 
He says, even if, and it's not so posh in this either, but even if you were silly, you wouldn't have to go back to the Yad of Yobah like the Mogin Avram. It doesn't matter. Rosh Hashanah is a Chosh of a day, it's a Chosh of a Yom Tov, and therefore it does have a Chasimah to the Asher Nosa. Um, but who I did, as we said, if a person didn't realize his mistake earlier on enough, there's a Machlech between the Mogin Avram and others that you have to go back, and it seems again that Mr. Burrow goes more towards, I think he says more towards going back for it. Um, Yom Kippur, with regard to Yom Kippur, um, there is no Asher Nosan to say. On Yom Kippur, obviously if a person has to eat on Yom Kippur, there is Yad Yovah there, um, but there is Lahalokha, says the, says the Mishnah Buru, there is no Asher Nosan to say over there. Um, that is with regard to the various Yom and Tovim. I think that covers the majority of the main points. There were a few other points to discuss, but that covers the majority of the main points. Carries on the Gemara. Outcome of Azamin and Mechulu. The last part of the, the uh, previous Mishnah, the first Mishnah of the Perek, discussed how much does a person have to have in order to be Mechuyov in Zimmer, or some of that matter, so to And we said, Rabbi Meir says, a Kazayis, and Rabbi Yehuda says, a Kabeyah, which is equivalent to two Kazayis. Ask the Gemara, does that mean to say, do Rabbi Meir Choshev lay Kazayis? Now, according to Rabbi Meir, a Kazayis is a Choshev amount, but Rabbi Yehuda Kabeyah and Rabbi Yehuda only a Kabeyah. We've seen that they hold the opposite way around. There's something we learned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah in Stockholm is talking about there that if a person is on his way to make his carbon tester and he suddenly realizes he's got, he's got a chomit back at, at home, does he have to go back or not? So we say if he's got enough time to go back, get rid of the chomit and then go back and make his carbon tester, then that's what he should do. But if he doesn't have enough time, then he should just, he should just be mavasal the chomit. And it's hard to continue on to make the carbon Pesach. And the Mishnah continues on and says, V'chim Yishayotam Yerushalayim So to somebody who goes, he went out of Yerushalayim V'nizka and he suddenly remembers Shayabiyadu B'Tah Kodesh He's holding in his hand He's got the uh, meat of Kodshim. It's now gone out, it's now possible. So Imam Ar-Sofim, if he's past either a place called Sofim or it means anywhere from which you can see the base of Mikdash Now that he's already gone too far Then Sofim and he burns it where he is. Then love, but if he hasn't gone that far, he can still see the Beit Hamikdash. Then the halacha is crazy. You have to go back to the Beit Hamikdash, but so for the bira and burn it in front of the bira. Meyatam Arafa. It's a special place where they burn kodshim, uh, which have become possible from the woods of the Arafa. Ad kamohim chayzim. Now says the Mishnah, but for how much meat or how much chomit does a person have to go back? Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says zeve zeve kabeir. Both of them the size of the kabeir, but Rabbi Yehuda Omer zeve zeve kabeir. Both the size of the kabeir. What's going on over here? That's the opposite of what we said in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we said Rabbi Huda was the one who was much of a, a, only a Kabeo, and even a Kazai. It's the opposite way around. So, Amar Rabbi Yechonon says, Rabbi Yechonon, Mukhlefet Hashetah. The way Tosis explains, that means to say that in our Mishnah, it's the wrong way around. You have to switch it around. The Rabbi Meir says a Kabeo, and Rabbi Huda says a Kazai. And that falls in line the way we explained it, with the, the way we explained it at least, was the Kabbalah that Rabbi Yechonon has. That the halacha is a kazayis. So Rabbi Yochanan says like this, he says to himself, look, we've got a sefirah between the two Mishnahis, so one of them must be switched around. So which one are we going to switch around? Better to switch around the Mishnah in Barakas so that it will fit with the Kabbalah I have. Because the Kabbalah I have is that on a kazayis already we bench. Ah, on a kazayis that we bench. Well, the, the rule we have is Rabbi Meir against Rabbi Yehuda, the halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda. So it's better to switch around the Mishnah here so that Rabbi Yehuda will be the one saying a Kazayis. Whereas Abayi Omar Abayi says, no, I may agree with you that the Halacha is a Kazayis, 
But, you don't have to, there's no proof to switch around the, the, uh, the Mishnah over here. Because over here you don't switch around. Because, over here in Brachas are arguing based on Pesukim. Rabbi Meir Sova, Rabbi Meir holds Vachalto Zuachiro. And the Postal is Vachalto Vesavoto Virachto. Vachalto that refers to eating. Vesavoto Zushasio. Savoto that refers to drinking. Vachilo Vixayas. So in which case, what does Vachalto mean? That means a Kazayas. Achilo is always a Kazayas. Once you've eaten a Kazayas, you bench. Rabbi Huda Sova, whereas Rabbi Huda holds, is not talking about, talking about drinking at all. It's all about eating. Vachalto Vesavoto means Achilo Shish Postavio. You've got to have an amount of food and eating which satiates. There is a zukabeah, and that is the size of a kabeah. That's the Mishnah over here. And Hotham over there in Pesachim is Svara Pligi. They're arguing about something entirely different. They're arguing about a Svara, logic. Rabbi Meir Sava, Rabbi Meir holds, Chazaroto Kutumoto. The amount you have to go back for is the amount which is, has Tumas Eichlin Shaif to it. Matum also bekabeah, just as with Tumor, you need the size of a kabeah. Av Chazaroto bekabeah, so to the amount you have to go back for is the size of a kabeah. Rabbi Yehuda holds Rabbi Yehuda holds Chazorot ki The man you have to go back for is the amount which has the Issa on it. My Issa because just as the Issa of Chomets on Pesach is a Kezayis, or the Issa of taking out the Bosa from Pesach uh, Kotchen is a Kezayis, Ab Chazorot because so to the man you have to go back for to burn, or to, to burn the meat, or burn the, the, the Chomets, if you've got enough time, you haven't gone too far, is the size of a Kezayis. La Alokha says, we paskin, like, whether it's Rabbi Meir, whether it's Rabbi Yehuda, whichever way round you go, um, we paskin the size of a Kezayis. So a Kezayis, a person's got a Chiyot to bench. Um, but even though we base on Pesukim, so Tosis is only an Asmachtov, the Pesukim, we, um, it's, it's only an Asmachtov, Mid-Oraisa, you have to have Kedai Sevilla, you have to have a full meal, so you're satisfied, whatever that satisfies you normally, um, or an amount which you are satisfied by. Um, but Midrabonah we say even a Kezayis. Midrabonah we say even a Kezayis. Um, when it comes to drinking, when it comes to drinking, there are different shitters. Tosas, the Rashi, speak about these different shitters, the Rambam. And therefore the bottom line is that a person ideally should not have more than a Kezayis, which is about 30 cc, 27 to 30 cc. Um, and if one does, then try and make sure you have the amount of a Revius, which is the equivalent of three times that. Uh, to Rebchaim, no, 86 cc. Um, that's really what you should be looking for, because once you have more than a Kazais, you get into a bit of a grey area, according to the Tati, talks about one and a half Kazaisim, there are shitters who talk about the Kabeo brought in the Rosh, the Morgan Abram brings, so therefore ideally, try and have either less than a Kazais, or more than a Revius. We've spoken about in the past, the amount of time you've got to eat that within, um, that's not for now. Um, the one point though we did mention is, that according to Rabbeinu Eliezer Mimit, Rabbeinu is uh, one of the Bali Tosfos, quoted by the Mordechai, he understands the Ochalta Vesavotov Yerachta is a proper drosha, meaning that on a Kezayis you've got a Chiyuv Da'eraita to bench. So he says, since we've got a Chiyuv Da'eraita to bench on a Kezayis, that means we are darshan in the Postic like Rabbi Meir, which means the Ochalta means Zuachilo, Vesavotov Zushasiyo. So he says, that means, with a writer, you do not have a chiyot to bench unless you actually drink. Obviously, assuming you're thirsty. If you're not thirsty, then you're already sovea. So, um, that's the shit of Rabbi Noeli as a mimit. And the Ramah brings it as a yish omrim. And therefore, if you've got people, in other words, therefore, if you want to have a chiyot to writer to bench, ideally, you should make sure you're not thirsty. You should drink if you're thirsty. And therefore, if you've got three people who have eaten together, and one person is going to bench for all three of them, he's going to be mostly all three of them with benching, then the one who has had to drink 
he's not thirsty, he should be the one to bench. But says the Mishnah Bura, since Rabbeinu Eliezer limits is only a bonus for us, we don't, strictly speaking, pass like him as a Shesha Yechidov, therefore if you've got three people who need to bench, and let's say one of them has had a full meal but he didn't drink, and another person had a Kazayis, only a Kazayis, but he drank, then the one to be mostly the others should be the one who's had the full meal, because we pass in the Hadokha, that's the Chiyav Zeraita, not not, it's nothing to do with the drinking. But obviously, if you've got three people, all of them are in the same boat, just one of them has had to drink, he's not thirsty, and the others are, then to be cheshish for this shit of Rabbi Nereliyaz in the midst, a person should have, uh, it should be the person who's had to drink and is not thirsty. Says the next Mishnah. How do we make a zimmer? So, Bishlesh, if you've got three people, then the person making the zimmer, he says to them, Nevorich, let's make the zimmer. Because in a zimmer, that first part we say, by the way, by the way, Rabbi Sainavorich, it's just based on the Arizal. We say Rabbi Sainavorich or Rabbi Sainavorich invention, and then uh, they respond, Yeshem Hashem Averoch Miyat Miyat. And that's based on the Arizal. Based on the, not the Arizal, the Zayar, I think. The real zimmer starts from after that when he says, Right, everyone's ready. Nevorich, Shachal, Mishalai. Come on, let's bench from, from whom we've eaten. They say, Borach, Shachal, Mishalai, etc. So if you've got three people, then he has to include himself, because in order to have a zimmer, you need to have three people, so he says, Nevorich, let us fetch. But if you've got a Bishlesh of if there's three without him, then Omer Boruch And the Mazami says, a command to them, he says, Boruch Hu. if you've got ten people, Omer Nevorich Adekinu, then you can say, Nevorich Adekinu. Ba'asara Vuhu, if you've got ten plus him, then Omer Boruch he says, Boruch again. Echad Asara Echad Asara Reboi. This is Shifas Rabbi Akiva. When you've got ten, you've got a hundred thousand. It wouldn't make a difference. You still say the same thing. Nevarich Adekinu or Boruchu. The mayor, if you've got a hundred, now this is Rabbi Yitzhak Lili. It's a makhalik from the Mishnah we'll see soon. He says, no, there is a difference. If you've got a hundred, then whoever he says, Nevarich Hashem Adekinu. The mayor, Bahu, if you've got a hundred plus him, then Omer Boruchu, he says Boruchu. The Eref, if you've got a thousand, then whoever, then he says, Nevarich Hashem Adekinu, Adekai Yisrael. The Eref, if there's a thousand without him, then Omer Boruchu, he says Boruchu. The riba, if you've got 10,000, whatever terminology he uses to bench, they answer, in, they answer to him. In other words, if there's 10,000, then they will say, Now the Mishnah spells out the Machalekis. Rabbi Yitzhak Lili, Omer Rabbi Yitzhak Lili, he says, According to the number of people you've got, you make the, the uh, relevant bracha. Shanevan says, According to the number of assemblies, so too you bench Hashem, Hashem in the Kali Yisrael. Omer Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Akiva, Mamal Sina Bebesek Nesses. He says, take a look at what you find in Shul. Echol Merubim, Echol Merubim, you've got a lot of people, you've got not so many people, once you've got a minion, there's no difference. Omer Baruch Hu Hashem. Rabbi Shmuel, Omer Rabbi Shmuel says for the record, Baruch Hu Hashem Amabayroch. We say Baruch Hu Hashem Amabayroch. Two points before we go on. Tosus just explained, and, and according to Rabbi Yisak Lili, why is it the second shul? Do you say you say Baruch Hu even if you've got a million people? You don't make any difference. He says because in a shul you've got people constantly walking in and out, so it's going to be hard to keep track of what number you've actually got there. So you just stick to Baruch Hu. Whereas with benching, everyone's sitting down. Benching is supposed to be sitting when you bench. There, it's easy to keep track. So therefore, he says, in that case, you bench according to the, the number of people you've got. The other point is, that Tosus says, when it comes to Elokeinu, um, you will always say Nevorich Elokeinu, not Nevorich Leilokeinu. He says, because by Brocha, you don't find it with a Lamad. 
And shir or shvach are these things that you, you shir you say, or hodu lashem, gadru lashem, shiru lashem, but not with bracha, it's always hashem. So therefore, in the Mishnah, in the places where it says la, it says lashem or leilokenu, it should, you correct it and you say elokenu. Whereas the Rif and the Ram, they say elokenu, they say leilokenu, it should say in all the places in the Mishnah, but la halacha we pass tonight, so we don't say leilokenu. Says the Gemara, Omar Shmuel, says Shmuel, the person should never take himself out of the cloud. In other words, when you invite people to, uh, to make a bracha to Hashem, you should include yourself, not exclude yourself. So, as Tosis points out, Yushalmi says, so what about in Boruchu? You say, Boruchu, you're, you're commanding everyone else to, to, to bless Hashem. What about yourself? So, the Yushalmi answers, that's why you say, Boruchu es Hashem, Hamavoyroch. By saying Hamavoyroch, the blessed one, that means you are blessing Hashem yourself, therefore you're not being Motiyatimim in Akalau. And we said, what about according to Rabbi Akiva? So we answered, because even according to Rabbi Akiva, we'll see later on in the Gemara, even Rabbi Akiva agrees that it's better to say Boruchu es Hashem, Hamavoyroch. He's just saying you can say Boruchu es Hashem. But anyway, Rishmuel says that generally speaking, a person should not, not be Motiyatimim in Akalau, and therefore if you've got four people there, you shouldn't say Boruchu, you should say Navorich, let us bench, rather than saying Boruchu. So the Gemara asks, but tonight we've learned from the Mishnah, the Shleishavahu, if you've got three people plus him, Omer Borchu, then he says Borchu. Now we think that means it's better to say Borchu than the Borich. Why is it better to say Borchu? Rashi says because it's as if to say, look, even without me, we've already got, we've, we've already got a zimmer. According to Totus, it's better to say Borchu because Borchu means I'm commanding you. Bench. Navorich implies more, I'm just asking you for, for permission. So Borchu is a much stronger term. So seemingly it's better to say Borchu than Navorich. And you're telling me, no, better to say Navorich. Answers the Gemara, Amor, it should say, Ach Baruch What the Mishnah means says, you can also say Baruch if you want. With three people you can't say Baruch because um, you, need, you need a form of three. He's, he's the third man. But with four people he could say Baruch But it's better, Umekomokum, and nevertheless, Nevarich Odis, Nevarich is better. So Omer of Ado Bar Abo, Omri Bey Rav, Omri Bey Rav, that Tanina we've learned from the Mishnah a bit further down the page, that Vav Nechalokin. If you've got six people eating together, they can split into two groups. Add yours until you've got ten people. When you've got ten people, you can't split up because then you've got to say elokeinu. Iyomad bishlam and avorich odus. That's fine if you're going to say that avorich is better than baruchu bishlamochin nechlokin. That's why you can split up and you have two groups of three, and each one will say avorich. That's fine. Iyomad baruchu odus. If you say the baruchu is better, then am I nechlokin? Why can they split up? When you split up, you're going to have two groups of three, so now you're going to have to say avorich. Whereas when you've got six people eating together, you'll say baruchu. If baruchu is better, why should you be able to split up? Rather, don't you see from here, Navarich Adish, Maminah, that Navarich is better. As Tosis points out, and Rashi seems to point out as well, doesn't mean to say we've got any proof that Navarich is better. All we're saying is that you see there's no difference between Borchu and Navarich. And the truth is, as we explained it, once you've said that there's no difference between Borchu, doesn't have a mile over Navarich, there's no mile of saying Borchu over Navarich, then Taka is better to say Navarich than Borchu, because Navarich has the mile that you're not taking yourself out of the group. You're not being mochiyat from the minakalal. Tanya Nami Hoki says we've learned this in a brayta. Bein sh'amah baruchu, bein sh'amah nevorich. Whether he says baruchu, whether he says nevorich, in tovstinotah al kach. They don't tease him up. They don't hold him up on that. It doesn't make a difference. Vahanakdon and those who are dafkin and those who are particular tovstinotah al kach will catch him on that because they'll say it's better to say nevorich. That's the way we explain it. It's better to say nevorich. And the way we explain it is, so why doesn't everyone pick him up on that? Because in truth, there's no difference between Baruch and Navarich. They're just as good as each other. Their mum is just as good as each other. Just as a certain milo in saying Navarich, because you're not, you're not being mostly out from the Menachalal. Only the Dachinen were, were sort of much fit on that.
from the brachas of a person, the way he makes his brachas, it's recognizable whether he's a tamad chacham im lav or not. Kesat, how is that? So Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, uve tuboi, if he says, if he says, uve tuboi, how do you say a tamad chacham? He says, uve tuboi chayinu, that's a tamad chacham. He says, uve tuboi, if he says, and from his goodness, harizepur, that's an ignoramus. Because uve tuboi sounds like we're saying to Hashem, Hashem gives us so much good. Umituva means he just gives us a little bit, just enough to keep us alive. That's an ignoramus, an ingrate. And from your brachos, may your, the house of your servant be blessed forever. So we do ask Hashem, just for a bit. Answer the Gemara, Bish Eloshani. That's different when you're asking something of Hashem. When you're asking Hashem for a bracha, then you, obviously you're like an oni, you ask for a little bit. Don't ask for too much in one go. So you ask for a little bit. Whereas when you're blessing Hashem, you, then you say, you give us so much Hashem. Even with She'ela we found, that you ask, that it says, Hashem says to us, open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. So you see, even when asking Hashem, you can all you know, ask for a little bit like an oni, you can ask for as much as you want. Answer the Gemara, who would the That's all that for Debreter. When you're asking Hashem for, for Hatzloch and Tiyat and learning, that you can ask for as much as you want. As the Debreter of God said, Why should we, when it comes to spirituality, you can ask Hashem for as much as you want. How many of the Apostles talking about Debreter and the Mephorshim speak about? Um, Tanya, it's been taught in Ebrahim, Rebbe Oymer. Rebbe says, If he says, We, that's a But if he says, people live by your goodness, Hashem, that's an ignoramus, because he's excluding himself. As if they say, yeah, people generally live by your goodness. Not me, though. Now, Beloy learn it the other way around. They say, no, on the contrary. Chayinu means just we live by your goodness. Chayim means everyone lives by your goodness. So it's better to say Chayim. The rest of us are talking but Allah is not like now. Beloy, you should say Chayinu, not Chayim. Omer Rabbi Yechonon, says Rabbi Yechonon, Nabarik Shachal the Mishalai, I said Thomas Chacham. If you say Nabarik Shachal the Mishalai, that's a Thomas Chacham. Lemi Shachal the Mishalai, by adding the word Lemi, Harizepur, that's a Bur. Because Lemi sounds like there's many people who give us to eat. And let us give thanks, Lemi, to the one who gave us to eat today. That sounds more like the Balabayas. When you say just Nabarik Shachal the Mishalai, that means the one who everyone is dependent on. Not Lemi. So then you're not giving a bracha to the Balabayas, that's clear, that means Hashem. That clearly means that the only one from whom everyone eats that Hashem. Oma le Rav Ato Bereza Rovana Ravashi. But surely we say, Lemisha Osala Vasina Velonas Kalanismaida. Let's give thanks to the one who did, Lemi, we say though, the one who did to our forefathers for us all these miracles. So Amalei says to him, Hosam Lukhamilsa, there it's clear. Mamov in this say, who does this and who does miracles? Because Shabbat Shalom, that's Hashem. So there, even though you say to me, it's clear you're talking about Hashem. Whereas when you say Lemi Shachalnu, it could be talking about the Balabai. That's why you shouldn't say Lemi Shachalnu. Omer Rabbi Yechonon says Rabbi Yechonon, Borak Shachalnu Mishalei Harizet Tamas Chacham. If you say Borak Shachalnu Mishalei, you're a Tamas Chacham. Alamotan Shachalnu Harizet Bur. That's a Bur. Now the few Rashi, the the main, the different, the point was there whether you said Mishalei or you didn't say Mishalei. You should say Borak Shachalnu Mishalei. That's a Tamas Chacham. Some who just said Alamotan Shachalnu. That's, that's, uh, that's a book. You didn't say Mishalai. You didn't stress the fact that the food came from Hashem. 
Um, yeah. Whereas according to Tosus, the point is not that you pick Miss Amishilla, it's the fact that you, whether you said Allah Moltes. If you don't say Allah Moltes, that's good, because you're saying, Boruch Shachana Mishalai. Blessed is the one from whom we have eaten. In other words, but we're thanking you for everything you do, Hashem. But if you say Allah Moltes Shachana Mishalai, I'm thanking just for the food that we've eaten, from whom we've eaten, well, that could be the Balabais, because the Balabais gave us food. If you're saying we're blessing the one from whom we've eaten, we're blessing him for everything, that's not the Balabais. Balabais only gave us food, so we're not blessing him for everything. So that would be our share. Whereas if you say Allah Moltes Shachana, then it sounds like the Balabais. Sorry, Zabur. That's the halakha we just said is only with three people. The you're not mentioning the Shem Shemayim. When you've got ten people and you're saying Elekeinu anyway, then then it's clear that you're referring to Hashem. Kiddushan is going to answer the Mishnah, Kenyan Shum, Kafan, and Akharov, in the same way that he, whatever Loshan he uses, so today answer ask him. He said, Borach Hashem Elekei Yisrael, Elekei Al-Tavokas Yishar Akharovim, Alamozon, Shochamu. So according to the Torah, you've got the mention Alamozon. I, how can you say Alamos? And the answer is because you said the location, so it's clear you mean Hashem. And according to Rashi, even though you didn't say Shachal and Mishalai, but because you've said the Lekainu, it's not so terrible because uh, it's clear that you mean to say that Hashem has provided us with the food. Echad Asolav, Echad Asolav River. Whether you've got 10 people or 100,000, you say exactly the same terminology. Also, Gemara Hagu for Kasha. You've got a steer within the mission itself. Almost on the one hand, you've just said, whether you've got 10 people or 100,000, it's the same terminology. Almost you see cows, they're exactly the same. But also, then immediately after that, you continue on and you teach, the Omer with 100, you say this. The Elef Omer with 1,000, you say that. The Riba Omer with 10,000, you say the following. So, Omer Rabbi Yitzhi says, Rabbi Yitzhi, no Kasha, it's not a Kasha. Ho Rabbi Yitzhi, ho Rabbi Akiva. One Rabbi Yitzhi, one Rabbi Akiva. This now as the Mishnah continues on. Rabbi Yitzhi, Omer, the Fira, Vakale, Mabartin. The Rabbi Yitzhi says, according to the number of people you, you've got there, you make the bracha. Shanaman says, the Makhid is Borcha. They came according to the number of, of uh, people you've got there, you make, you uh, bless Hashem uh, accordingly. And Omer Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva responds to that, Mamos in the Bebet Sakhness, the Fulu, no, just to be fine in the Shul. When you get an aliyah, or the chazan says Baruchu, whether it's ten people or a hundred thousand, it won't make any difference, so too over here. Also, Gemara of Rabbi Akiva, or Haikarad Rabbi Yitzhak Lili, my What does Rabbi Akiva do with that post of Rabbi Yitzhak Lili, i.e., but Makiris Baruch Erekin? What does he do with that? So, answer the Gemara, Meboyele, he needs the Chadetanim for that which we learnt in a brighter. Hayy Rabbi Meir, Omer Rabbi Meir used to say, Minayin Shafiru Ubrin Shememei Iman Omer Shira Alayom. From where do we know that even the fetuses inside the womb of their mother, they, they said Shira um, by the Kriyat Yamsuf? Shanaman says with Mark Halos, Boruch Erekim, Hashem Mimakai Yitzvah. And that refers to the, the ones who are blessing it, but Mark Halos refers to those who are inside their mother's womb. The Yidon, as for Rabbi Yitzhak Lili, he says Mimakai Nafka. That draws we make from the fact that it says Hashem Mimakai Yitzvah, from the source. The source, the source of the fetus is the mother's womb. So that's, that we learn from there, Hashem Mimakai Yitzvah, that refers to the fetus singing Shira. But the Makhelo is Borok that teaches us about Zimun, that you uh, make the terminology according to the number of people you've got there. Whereas Rabbi Akiva, as we said, Rabbi Akiva darshans the whole thing from the Makhelo. In other words, he the, the, the Ubrin from the Makhelo. Therefore, it's not free for Zimun. Omar Rava says, Rava Halacha Rabbi Akiva, Halacha is like Rabbi Akiva. That's the way we obviously be Paskin, that we say, maximum we say is Nabarich Elekeinu, Shachan the Mishra. Rabbi Nabar Abhama Bar Buzi, they came to the house of the Rish Gulusa. And he was looking for a hundred people. 
you see from this, as we pointed out, that there's an Indian to look for ten people, if you've got a, a, a seven or eight people, try and get another couple of people to come along to make up to, so you can say the shame of Hashem. So, Amadei Ravina, but Ravina said to him, you don't need to find a hundred. Because, Hachi Omar, this is what Rava said, once you've got ten, there's no difference whether it's ten or ten thousand. Omar Rava says, Rava, when we were eating bread, we had a meal in the house of the Rishkuruso, we'd bench three at a time. Why don't you bench ten at a time, so you can fail a kenu? So he said, because the Rishkuruso will hear and he'll get upset. Why don't you uh, just uh, be yitzim with the bracha of the Rishkuruso? Why do you have to bench early anyway? So they answered, I the since there's so many people making so much commotion, we won't be able to hear the Reish Kudus' Baruchah anyway. So, um, therefore, we have to bench on our own anyway, because we wouldn't be able to hear what the Reish Kudus is saying. And that means to say that, what that means to say is, that um, you have to be able to hear La Halach, and you've got to be able to actually hear the Birk of itself of the Mazami. Even though the Beis Yitzh says the Zimun, really you should be able to hear a minimum until Hazan HaSakal, ideally the whole of Birk at least I was on a taco. If you can't decide to break up into smaller um, zimmons, then uh, make one massive zimmon. Um, the just as an aside, if the mighty you didn't hear them as I mean you didn't even hear him saying the Baruch Shachan and Mishalo, all you hear is the people answer Baruch Shachan and Mishalo with Tzavokayinu, then you can join on with them. The mighty you can the, the Mishaburah says together you can join on with them. But um, anyway, so therefore since there's so many people, therefore they have to split up. Now, why didn't they split up into groups of ten? So at least they could say okay, no? The answer is because then the Rish Gulusa, the Balabais, would, would, uh, it would be a zilgul for the Balabais. So I know even if he wouldn't actually get upset, but if it's a lack of comms for the Balabais, then as the Rashba puts it, Godel Kaved Abriya Shadech that is Doicha, the, the mitzvah of Zimun with, uh, with Alekeinu, and it's better to break into smaller groups rather than insulting the Balabais. The Chayi Odin actually extends that, and he says, um, in fact, sorry, the Morgan Abraham extends it and says, even for a Devar Mitzvah, the same idea. In other words, if you've got, uh, let's say you've got, um, you've got 10 people, <coughs> well, let's say, I don't know, you've got 20 people eating together, um, and three of them are, are, um, need to go out to do a Mitzvah. But uh, people aren't ready to bench. So the three of them can, can bench in order to be able to go and do the Mitzvah, even though they're going to lose Elekeinu. Same idea, because God, if Kveid Abriyaz is Zimon with the name of Hashem, Koshkin, if you're actually going to do a Mitzvah, the Chayyodan is not so sure about it, but for a mitzvah that writes, it says, Prima God, most definitely, um, you could be, that, that's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. So it continues on the Gemara. Oh, and just, by, by the way, as, as an aside, says that, I mean, not an aside, uh, an important point, therefore, says the Mishnah therefore, if you've got a, a big function, you've got a lot of people there, you should give the, the, the person making the zimmer should be the one with a very loud voice so everyone can hear it. Omar Rabo Tesva, says Rabo Tesva, Hani Gibbles the Kalki Riftavadi Adodim, you've got three people who ate bread together, they had a meal together. They called them Chadmi Nayu Uborek Ledate, and one of them went ahead and benched on his own. Inun Nafkin Bezimun Didei, they can be yoked with his zimmer. But he can't be used with their zimun. Because you can't have a zimun backwards. In other words, as long as you've got two people who have not yet benched, then somebody else, even somebody who's already benched, that means they've already finished the first brochas on a sarko, even at that point he already, it's too late for him to be used to zimun, but he can answer their zimun and help them be used to the mitzvah of zimun. Um, 
if he's just started the first bracha bench, he hasn't actually finished it, that's the, uh, the prima godim is misdubbed about whether, whether that's considered to be too late or not. But once you finish the first bracha, then most definitely he cannot be at his zimmon, but they can. But if, let's say, you've only got one person who hasn't uh, benched, then it's too late. It's too late. And so to be said by the same token, if, um, let's say, <coughs> let's say when you made the zimmon, you forgot to say alakeinu. So if you've already, um, if you've already made the zimmon, then it's too late. But if they, um, yeah, if they realise their mistake before, yeah, so if they, um, but if they realise their mistake before, um, before they finish the zimmon, then they can, then they could go back, then they could go back, um, now, and that was before, before the people ever responded. If they didn't go back, what they did, and he said, and they didn't say to him, oh, you made a mistake. What, all they did was, they said, then he can answer, without a shayda. The shayda is, what happens if they didn't realize the mistake, and they said, and he realizes the mistake, so it's, uh, there's days about that whether he can answer himself, even though they didn't answer. That's, that's, uh, that's Taka Ashida. But um, as we said, coming back to this, what we just said now, if you've got people out of, let's say you have three people there, two, two of them are benched, then uh, it's too late. Because once you've only got one person who's still Mukhim and Zimmon, it's too late. But what he could do is he could join on to another Zimmon and he can ask, even if he doesn't eat with them, because the he is Mukhim and Zimmon, therefore he can join on even without eating. One very interesting shayla we mentioned was, the Bialoka mentioned, is if you've got three people, one benched, so you've got two people who haven't benched, but out of the other two people, one of them didn't actually eat bread, he just had uh, vegetables. So on that, he says he's not so sure, and it's mistaber that uh, you wouldn't be able to make a zimmer, because you don't have two people who actually have a chi of zimmer. Um, and, as we said, who has in if you've got uh, ten people, and three made a zimmer, three made a zimmer, then they can join on to the remaining seven in order to be able to say the zimmer with the shame of Hashem. That they, that they can do. Continues on the Gemara. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel said, he said that you say Baruch Hu Es Hashem um, Hamavayroch, not Baruch Hu Es Hashem. Raphon Bar Papa Ekel Alabe Kanishto the Avi Givar, the Avi Givar. He came to the shul of Avi Givar. Kam Kara B'Sifra and he got up and he was he read from the Sefer Torah. He got an idea. The Oman he said Baruch Hu Es Hashem Ve'Ishtik and he kept quiet, but on Hamavayroch and he didn't say Hamavayroch. So, Ubshikuri Amos, everyone screamed out, Boruch Les Hashem Amavoyrach! So, Omar Rova, Rova said, Tasio Uchma, literally a black uh, earthenware vessel, Vadi Plukta Lomaloch, why are you getting involved in Machlokes? In other words, even Rabbi Akiva agrees it's better to say Boruch Les Hashem Amavoyrach. He just says, you can say Boruch Les Hashem. Even though with the halacha, strictly speaking, it's like Rabbi Akiva, you can say Baruch Hashem, but the world is already accepted. The Menach Ha'olam is like Rabbi Shmuel, you say Baruch Hashem Hamavayrach, and therefore that's what you should do. You should say Baruch Hashem Hamavayrach. Says the next Mishnah: Shalosh Hashachu Ka'achat. We got three people who are eating together. Einon Rasha and Nechonik. They're not allowed to split up. The Chayim Zadet. So to four people. The Chayim Chamishin. So to five. So one or two of them can't bench early. But Vov, Nechalok, once you've got six people, they can split into two zimmons. That's perfectly fine. Adasara, until you've got ten. So if you've got nine people, you can split into three zimmons. 
But Asura, but ten, Einachalokin can't sit up because they can say the shame of Hashem and Akin. Abchav, until you've got twenty. Once you've got twenty, you can split into two of ten. Shtei Chaburisha, you're earthless to write out, but if you've got two groups eating in one house, there's Mansha Mixas and Rain Edo Es Edo, as if, if some of one group can see some of the other group, Hara'ilim is up in a zimmer, they can combine to make one zimmer. Now, although there were, there were seemingly even Rishonim who say that you can even have, uh, let's say, two in one group and two in another group, they can combine together, the Halakha we say it's got to be that there are two actual zimmers. Three in one group and three in the other group, and they can see parts of, parts of this group, can see part of that group, they can combine to make one zimmer. The Imlabid, if they can't see each other, Edom is Amin and Aswan, these make a zimmer on their own, but Edom is Amin and Aswan, and the other group make a zimmer on their own. You don't make a bracha on wine, as you eat in a sechamayim, until you put water into it, you've got to dilute it a bit. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yezer. You can make a bracha on it. You can make very proud of it. Says the Gemara. My ko mashmalot. What is the Mishnah coming to teach us? When you've got three people who eat together, they're not allowed to split up. Tanina Chadazimra, we've already learned it one time. If you've got three people who eat together, Chayom and Azamin, it's the Mishnah at the beginning of the Perek, they are obligated in the Zimmer. If they're obligated in the Zimmer, obviously they can't split up. Answer the Gemara, HaKam HaShemun is coming to teach us, Kihazu Omer Rabbi Abba Omer Shmuel, like that's what Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, Shadosha Shiyoshu with the Echel Ka'achas, we've got three people who sit down to eat together, Vazayin Ochlu, they haven't yet eaten, Einan Rashoi and Nechorik, they're not allowed to split up. There's another lotion, Omer Rabbi Abba Omer Shmuel, Hokkikson, it's what it means to say. Shadosha Shiyoshu with Echel Ka'achas, three people sit down to eat together, even though each one eats from his own loaf of bread, they're not allowed to split up. Now, in explaining this Gemara, what we, we, we brought along in the Yerushalmi, the Yerushalmi, just the Kitzer, came out with two shittas in the Yerushalmi. One said that even if they just, they just agreed to eat together, already now they're Mechuyim and Zimun. Even if they didn't even make Hamlet eat together, they just agreed. And, and that's the way the Rabbi Yonah actually Paskins. We don't Paskin like that. But that's where the Rabbi Yonah explains. He says, once you've made a decision to make a zimun, then make the zimun. You've made up your mind you're going to be Makai in it, so do the mitzvah. The other opinion in Yerushalmi says no. And this is where everything really pivots around, because we don't pass me like the, like the uh, Rabbi Yonah. The other opinion in Yerushalmi says that it's only if they make Hamotzi and they eat a Gezayis together. Now, the Rosh learns is Labdafka a Gezayis. It means they make hamotzi, and they uh, decide they're going to eat together. And not only that, uh, not only that, but they also uh, eat a little bit together. They make hamotzi and eat a little bit. It's love dafka ikazayis. We we uh, we said. Yeah. And even if, we add it in, even if they eat from their own loaf of bread, it doesn't make a difference. They decided to eat together, they sat down and ate together, even a kazayis, even from their own loaf, doesn't matter. Now, they all have to wait now for a zim, and one can't go ahead and bench on his own. There is, and that, that's the way it's passing in the Shulchan Aruch. The Rif seems to say, a completely different, and the Raman possibly as well, but definitely the Rif says, like the second option in the Gemara says. What the Mishnah means to say is, three people decide to eat together, and they do eat together, but each one eats from their own loaf. And it comes to the end of the meal, they're ready to bench, and one person says, I, I, I'm not waiting an extra few seconds for a zimmer. 
He's mechuyev to wait for the zimmer. Now, they all ask on the, I wouldn't say all, but they, they ask on the rift, but there's no chiddush in that. Yeah, it's true la halacha. The taka is definitely true la halacha. But there's no chiddush in that. And obviously that is fucking halacha. It's not after you eat from the same loaf of bread. And then these two lashonim in the Gemara, it's actually, there's only, it's clear from the lashonim, there's only really one lashon in the Gemara. It's just a question of which lashon you have. That's what the Gaon spells out. He says the riff obviously has the second lashon, that's quite clear. Um, but he says according to the Rosh, it seems he had the first lotion. It's just a question of how to explain the first lotion. The Rabbi Yenna definitely had the first lotion. Continues on the Gemara. Inami, or another way of answering, what's the Kiddush of our mission? The mission is coming to teach us the order of Rabbi like that of Rabbi The order of Rabbi because Rabbi Yenna said, Shalosha Shabor Mishalosh Chaburis, if you've got three people who came from three different groups, Einon Rashoin, they're not allowed to split up. In other words, each, you have, you have let's say, three groups of, of uh, people eating, let's say in a restaurant, and the three groups, in each group there was a Chiyav Zimmer, and one person left each group, and they, so you've now got three people who came together from three different groups, and they sit together at the table. Well, they're not allowed to split up anymore, they have to make a Zimmer. Omar Abchista says, Abchista, that's as long as each one came from a group which had a Chiyav Zimmer. Dinah, there were three people in each group. Omar Rava says Rava, top of Nunomad Beis, the Amor and that is Elo, that was only said, that only so long as the people in their original groups have not made a Zimmer on them already. And when Azman Alayu Bidukhtayu, if they've already made a Zimmer on them in their original group, Porach Zimmer Minayu, the Zimmer literally goes away from them. Now what does that mean? So Rashi learns that means to say that let's say you have three in each group. And one person from each group, he went out, and they called him back, as is the and he stood by the door and he answered to the zimmer. So, the Chiddush is, in this case, if they come together, if they come together, if they, these three people now come together, they can't make a zimmer now. What's the Chiddush in that? The Rabbeinu Yonah learns, the Chiddush is, that even though they weren't actually yoked to the Zimmer, by coming back to the door and answering to the Zimmer, you're not actually yoked to it, because you actually went out. And you're not actually sitting with them, so you're not yoked to the Zimmer. You're just facilitating the original group Zimmer. Nonetheless, the Chiddush is, you've lost your Chi of Zimmer, you've also lost your Chi of Zimmer, and therefore, the three of them have no Chi of Zimmer whatsoever, and they can't, they can't uh, make a zimun. That is only so long as they don't eat together. But if they, the three of these, this new group now, they eat together, then they form their own new chi of zimun, and they could make a zimun. The Rosh learns, no. Of course, when you come back and you stand by this on your answer, you've been going to your chi of zimun. So what's the chiddush? They've all been going to already. The chiddush is that even if the three of them come together and they eat together, they don't make a zimun. Because the zimun they were yoked with originally covers them for anything they eat off subsequently until they bench. That's the halacha. That's the, that's the shitter of Rashi. Tosfus, and Tosfus shitter is actually the one quoting the Shulchan Aruch, is slightly different. What happens is, in each group, there are three people in each group, and, the, um, and two of them in each group were ready to bench. And the last person wasn't ready to bench, but he interrupted his meal to answer to them, and he waited until I was on a and then he continued eating. And this 
the, in each group, therefore, you've got one such person, and the three of them come together and they decide they'll form a zimmer. They can't. Because they've already answered to an original zimmer. And that's brought in Shulchan Aruch. That, that one is actually brought in uh, Shulchan Aruch. And even if they eat together, even if they do eat together, it won't help. It won't help. But, says the, I mean, although you leave it sort of in a dinner, the Bi'alacha says, if only one of them was like that. So, I knew, let's say you've got one person who um, answered to a zimun in the middle of his meal, and then he comes along, and the other two have not done that. Just done, they left their group. Their group had, let's say, four people, so they left their group, and they come together. Says the Bi'alacha, if he were to eat with them, it would appear he can't be any worse than somebody who has eaten vegetables, who can be mitzarif with two people on the Chiyav and Zimun to make up the Zimun. That was the other halacha we said. There is yet a third shita, and that is Rabbeinu Yodu Meparis, which is also brought to the halacha, although they just don't agree with it in the Gemara, but, but the halacha is definitely true. And that is that if, let's say in each group you had four people, and one person left from each group. And before these people who have left actually form their own group, they come together, the original groups make a zimmer that even though they didn't even answer to the zimmer, they may have not even been there. Let's say they went out, each of them went out to be excused. They come back and they find that their group is already benched without them, they made a zimmer without them. They're, they're furious. They realize there's three of them all in the same situation. They can't join together. That's an amazing chiddush. Because since their original group made the zimun, that means they've lost their chi of zimun as well. So if the three of them come together, they've got no chi of zimun. Obviously, unless they eat together. If they eat together, then they will form their own chi of zimun. That um, would, um, then, yeah, then they would be able to make a zimun. That's Rabbi Kibbega brings the shame to Rabbi but another point Rabbi Kivega says that only so long as when the original groups made their zimmers, they hadn't yet joined together to form their group. As we said, let's say they were all out into being excused. But if the three of them got up, went to their own separate table to make their own zimmer, because they thought maybe they'd be able to bench quicker that way, and then their original groups made a zimmer, it doesn't make a difference now. Because they've now transferred their chiyuv to their own little private group, and therefore even if they don't eat together, they can make a zimmer. That's the other halacha Rabbi Kivega tells us. Um, generally speaking, though, uh, the Ramal says, if you've got three people eating together, three people eating together, one's not allowed to go away and uh, turn out the group because he's going to leave the other two without a Um But, if there are four people, then he would be allowed to leave, as long as he's going to make a zimmer elsewhere. Um, and obviously it's got to be talking about a case where, I mean, ideally he shouldn't really be benching in a different room. He should be benching where, where he's eaten. So we spoke about different ways how to get around that problem. Either we're talking about that the, this new zimmer is going to be in the same room, or, um, or he's going to eat there with them, but maybe not together, or something like that. We, we, we gave a few ways out of it. But I think it's already complicated enough, so let's uh, move on in the Gemara. Omar Robo, said Robo. Where do I get this idea from? That once they've already made a zimun, then, it's too, then these three people can't form their own zimun. Whichever way you learn. Uh, whichever one of the Rishonim you take on. Where do we get it from? This time we're going to learn from the Mishnah. 
If you got a bed which was obviously Mikabotum, it was a Kli, and it became Tommy, and half of it got stolen. Osha of the Chet, or half of it got lost. Osha Cholkua Achin, or brothers split it up, as the Russian, in other words, they split it up. Osha Tvin, or partners split it up. In other words, it's not going to be coming back together. Um, then, Tahira. It is Tahir. It's not Mikabotum. And Tosus points out, I think something we didn't, we didn't actually do in this year, but um, Tosus points out, we're talking about in the bed, in order for it to be able to put, be put back together, you'd need a proper craftsman to do it. Because otherwise, it's not really considered broken. The fact that, uh, you know, a leg comes off and you could stick it, anyone could stick it back on, that's not... We're talking about here that you would need a craftsman to put it back together. So, Tahir. Hechaziruah, if they did put it back together, then Mekabela Tumah Mekanodabah. It's Mekabel Tumah from now onwards. Imply Mekanodabah N. That from now onwards it will be Makabal Tumor, but but it doesn't revert to its previous state of being Tommy. Almost, you see, Kivin Zafalgur, once they split it up, Torachlo Tumor Minor, it loses its status of Tumor from it. So, Hokinami says to you over here, Kivin Zafalgur, Alayu, once they made a Zimun on these people who have left, Torachlo Minayu, they lose their Chiyav Zimun and it's too late. In other words, as Rashi explains, you had a bed, you had a Kli, it split up, once it's split, it lost its shame Kli, and it lost its status of Tumor. So even when it comes back to being a Kli, it doesn't re- uh, revert to being Tomic. So to over here, we had a group here, a, uh, a Zimmer. This person went away. But in fact, before that. Um, yeah, he went away. They made a Zimmer. So once they made a Zimmer, you've lost the Chi of Zimmer, and you've lost the group of three which will have a shame zimun on it. So even if they group together again, these three people and they make a group the three of them make a group which is, should have a shame zimun on it but the chi of zimun does not come back. Just like the tumor doesn't come back, so to the chi of zimun does not come back. I.e. the original chi of does not come back. Obviously mechanal it could come back if they eat together as we said and yes it could be depending on which, which shit in the Roshan you're following, it could be that it would come back. Um, then we said in the mission if you've got two groups who can see each other then they can join together Tan has been taught if you've got a shamash a waiter who's serving both groups then even if they can't see each other the shamash combines the two groups together as Tosa says that even if they're in two separate houses not asking in the same house the only difference is if they're in two separate houses then it has to be that they planned right from the start to, um, to form one group. But if, um, but if they, um, it's in one room, just because they can't see each other, it doesn't matter. In that case, um, in that case, even if they didn't have Das right from the start to mimic Tariq, it doesn't matter. Right? In two houses, they've got to have Das right from the start. In one house, in one room, as long as they can either see each other or the shamash can be inside of them, that's good enough, even if they didn't have dance to start with. Um, we said as long as um, you don't have a, uh, like a, a road or a path passing between the two houses, in which case, then even if they can see each other and, uh, or shamash is inside of them, it wouldn't help. Another point we said is if you've got some people inside and some people outside, then the person making the zimun can sit on the threshold of the, of the doorway and he can, be, because he can see both of them, he's like a shamash, he can join the two groups together through that. That's another point. 
Um, and one last point is, obviously it goes without saying that if you're going to join the two groups together, that they've got to be able to hear the person making the mezamin, as we said earlier. They've got to be able to hear the mezamin, they've got to be able to hear a minimum until Azanatakal, but ideally till the end of, uh, till the end of benching until Ali Echasarenu. Um, continues on the Gemara. Ein mevorchen ala yayin. We said you don't make a bracha on wine unless you've diluted it down. The Chachom would say, yes, you can. Tana Rabon has been taught in a brayser. Yayin with wine, actually not on the sofa mine. Before you put water into it, ein mevorchen ala beri piyagofen. It's not yet roidish dear. It's not yet really, it's not choshev yet. So you don't make beri piyagofen on it. Elo beri piyagofen. Just make beri piyagofen like any other fruit juice. Um, well, I wouldn't say like any other fruit juice because uh, most fruit juice can make shakal, but that's because they're not grown for that. It's just zeal ba'almo. But this is, uh, it's grown for the juice, and therefore you make bari piyoi. The note on the men of yadayim, according to the gifts we've got here, you can wash your hands with this at that stage, because fruit juice, says Rashi, you can wash your hands with. Mishanos on the sechamayim, once you put water into it, you've diluted it, mavarakan Allah bari piyagopin. Now it's proper wine, it's koshav, you make bari piyagopin on it. They know to the men of I mean, you can't wash your hands with it because you can't wash your hands with wine. It's not fruit, only fruit juice. Either way you're around, whether you've added the water or not, you, you make very often on it. They know to the men of and you don't wash your hands with it. Command of the Hoda Omashimwil, I couldn't as the following statement of Shmuel go. The person can do whatever he needs to do with bread. Command like who does that go? Karabiliyazah. That goes like Karabiliyazah. Because Karabiliyazah is the one who said that you could wash your hands with the, uh, with at least the fruit juice, you could wash your hands. The Chachomim, we don't see one, the way we have seen, the way we explained it, like the Slav says, is that you don't see from the Chachomim one way or the other. Because they said, yes, you can't wash your hands with the, with this, uh, whether you've added the water or not, but that could be because it's, uh, it's wine and not fruit juice. So you can't bring any rye one way or the other. But from Karabiliyazah, one thing we do say is, from Karabiliyazah, we can see that a person can um, that a person can make a bracha, sorry, that a person can wash his hands with fruit juice. That's like Shmuel, that a person can do whatever he needs to do with the, with the bread. As Tosa said, actually, Rabbi Yezza is going further than Shmuel. We don't actually pass in like Rabbi Yezza, because once you wash your hands with it, it's going to be repulsive, you won't be able to use it. Shmuel didn't allow that. It's a Gemara in Shabbos, which says that Shmuel only allows it if it's not going to be repulsive. So it means Rabbi Yezza follows along the lines of Shmuel, but he goes further. We don't pass in like that further bit. Um, now, the Maitre, there was, um, there are different shitters uh, about, about this. The Rivers, for example, and Tosis brings this as the Yeshomim, holds that you cannot wash your hands with, uh, you can only use uh, water. And this whole Gemara, therefore, will be talking about either Maim Achorenim, or you're just washing your hands for cleanliness, but not for Maim Rishonim, not for washing for bread. So, um, we said, the Kipta, there are actually three shitters in the Gemara here. Uh, or three shitters Allah, I should say. You've got the Raiva, the Raiva who says, you cannot wash Mayim Rishonim with anything other than water. The Yodav Rishotaf Bamoim, it says. It's got to be only with water. Nothing else will work. You've then got the, the um, Rashba. The Rashba in Terah Sabayi says that, strictly speaking, you could use even wine. The Tzadhil Chutz in you could use wine. But you shouldn't really use wine because the Chashiva to wine is pasnished. But other things like fruit juice, yeah, strictly speaking, you could do. Strictly speaking, you could do. Even a chatzedah. And then you've got Shetas Rashi, who comes out and says, no, fruit juice you could use. Strictly speaking, you could use. But Lamaita you shouldn't use because it's, uh, it's not, uh, it's going to be repulsive, as we said. It's, it's not, you could use it. You'd be yotin, but you shouldn't really use it because 
La will be passing if, if uh, by using it you're going to ruin the food, which is what you're going to do, then you shouldn't do that. Bishasa dechak, the Ozerua says, Shemo bishasa dechak, you can use it. And the Shulchanah seems to pass like that, but it, uh, it is bishasa dechak. And uh, really you should avoid it as much as possible uh, using things like fruit juice. Um, and if you've got a choice, obviously, between something like fruit juice, something which is predominantly water, then use the thing which is predominantly water. But we said, even if you are going to use it, uh, anything other than water, you shouldn't make a bracha on the Nitzirah Sadaim because b'chayshish for the shit of the rivers. In other words, we passing like the middle shit, we pass do passing like Rashi, that wine would not work at all. Fruit juice would work, but ideally you shouldn't use it, except b'shaas of Um But even b'shaas of which uh, you shouldn't make a bracha on the Nitzirah Sadaim because topic brachas are And if you do find water afterwards, then you should wash your hands with the water subsequently. You should wash your hands with the water. Um, something else we, um, yeah, and we, the w- one other thing we did mention is this, uh, there is this other girsa in Rashi, which, uh, which adds in the gods is actually the Ikka girsa, which is the other way around. He switches around the way, before adding water in it, you can't wash your hands. When you have added water, you can wash your hands, because now it's predominantly water. So you see this idea, when it's predominantly water, it, it is better, but obviously, as we said, it's better not to, uh, use fruit juice or anything like that. Number one, because of the rivers, it says you've got to use water. And number two, even if it is predominantly water, but it's better not to, because if it's royal achilo, you're going to ruin it, and you shouldn't really be doing that. Um, continues on the Gemara. Omer Rabbi Yitzhi Rabbi Chanino, Moetim Chachomim Rabbi Yitzhi, the Chachomim agreed to Rabbi Yitzhi, the Kesha Baracha, with the Kesha Baracha, let's say for Kiddush, or for Bekas Hamazen, Habdol, or anything like that, She'em Avoychen Olam, Ashiyetin Esechamayim, you shouldn't make a Baracha on it, you shouldn't make Habdol over it, or Kiddush, whatever it is, until you dilute it with water first. Even though they say you can make Rabbi Yitzhi, on undiluted wine, but for Kesha Baracha you shouldn't do it. My time of why? Omer Rabbi Shaya, says Rabbi Shaya, for Enon Mitzvah Min because if you're doing it for a kesha bracha, that's for a mitzvah, we need it to be the best. And for the best, even the chachom, okay, it's got to be diluted. Ask the Gemara of Rabbon on Amai Chosi. Lamai, according to the Rabbon, what is it fitting to be used for anyway? What is it fitting to be used for? In other words, how can you make Berupi Agotha and forget, okay, just stop, I'm having wine. Not for a kesha bracha. So the chachom is saying, ah, oh, you can make Berupi Agotha on it. What chashivas does it have, as Tosha says? What chashivas does it have? What can it be used for if it's undiluted? It can be used for this kuraiti, which is some sort of medicine which they make, and they use wine as one of the ingredients. Tana Rabban has been taught in a brighter. Four things were said about bread. You shouldn't leave um, raw meat on bread, because it's going to ruin it, especially if it's got blood on the meat, because you're going to have to wash off the blood. You shouldn't pass a full cup of drink over the bread, because it may spill on the bread and ruin it. You don't throw bread. They don't connect to a path, and you don't support a bowl with bread. And as Tosa says, according to Shmuel, he will agree with uh, at least three out of those four. In other words, the first three he will agree with. Um, as for the as for the last one about Eitzim Kenesaka Orabapas, there Shmuel would say, as long as it's not going to ruin the bread. In other words, let's say that the bowl is um, it, it's not going to spill onto the bread, then that one he would he would uh, he would allow. But the first three, definitely are going to be absolutely true. Amemar Umar Zutra, Ravashi Korku Rifta Badi They eat bread together. They're having a meal together, and um, I see Lekamayu. They brought to them tamri birimoyne dates and pomegranates. 
Shokal Mazutra Potak Rikameda Ravashi Distano. Mazutra took and uh, uh, threw a portion in front of Ravashi. So Amadei said, Ravashi said to him, Do you not hold of the Hodditani that which we learned in the Braisa? In Zokin Esau Ichni, not allowed to throw food. So he said, Ha'iba Pass. He said, No, that's talking about bread. Ha'iba Pass, Tanya. That was the Braisa talking about bread. Just as you can't throw bread, so you can't throw other food. So Amalisi responds to him, Even though you can't throw bread, you can't throw food. It's not a kasha. Something which will become repulsive when you throw it, because it's all squishy. As uh, Rashi says, we're talking about, let's say, uh, cooked um, uh, berries, things like that, which will just flat. Those things... You're not allowed to throw. But something which um, will not be damaged if it's hard, when you throw it, it won't become repulsive, that you would be able to throw, even though you're not allowed to throw bread. Tana Rabon has been taught in a brighter. We are allowed to um, draw wine through pipes in front of the Chosen and Kalo, to be Mesameachem, it's a Simon Tov. Now, according to Rashi, by the way, before we go on, according to Rashi and the way we pass him, that means as long as you don't allow the wine to fall to the floor. But uh, if it's going to fall to the floor and never become repulsive, of course you can't do that. Just because it's Simchas Vosim Akali, you can't do that. Other Rishonim, like the Rabbeinu Yonah, the Rashba, the Ritzva, they say that you can even allow it to fall to the floor, because that's the Ikha Simchas Vosim Akali. But we don't pass him like that. We pass him like Rashi. The Zorikin is named Kaloyas there. Gozim, you can throw in front of the cotton and kala, parched grain and nuts, be Mesach Hama only in the summer, although they be Mesach Shom, but not in the winter. Now, even according to the other Rishayim, I used to be Mesamea Chosm the Kala, so the Rashba, yeah, but that's not the Ikha Sim Chosm the Kala. So only be Mesach Hama when there's at least going to be Mesamea Chosm the Kala a bit, so we allow you to throw it, but not in the winter. Our local is Kaloyas, and as, as Tosh says, even though but they're hard, it goes in my heart, and they've got the protection of the, of the, of the outer shell, doesn't matter, they'll still get trampled into the mud. You can't throw loaves of bread, uh, not in the summer nor in the winter. Rashi says because they'll become repulsive. Tosa says either way you're not allowed to throw bread. And as we explained from the Gemara, it does seem that either way you're, not, you're never allowed to throw bread. Even if bread will never become repulsive. So what we explained was that it could be that what Rashi means to say is even Rashi's maskim, you're not allowed to throw bread full stop. Even if it will not become repulsive. Even if it's in a clean place. The only thing is that Rashi says, in this case, since it's to be Mesameach Hosam Vekado, if it will not become repulsive, it will not be, be uh, it's in a clean place, then you would be allowed to throw the bread. In other words, the Tzorech Mitzvah, it could be that's what Rashi means to say, the Tzorech Mitzvah would deny you to throw the bread. As long as it will not become repulsive. But if it will become repulsive, you're not allowed to throw it at all, like with the wine. You're not allowed to make it uh, fall to the floor. And we said, based on that, that may explain the shit of the Ksav Sofa, that after making Amoti, he would, when distributing the bread, he'd actually throw it. Because he says there's a special Indian in doing that, like with Korbanis, where you throw the Ivorim onto the Mizbeach. As long as it's not going to become repulsive, it's all onto the table, it will not get dirty, the bread. So therefore, that, and there's a Tzorech Mitzvah, he would do it. But other than that, most definitely one would not be allowed to throw bread. But as we said, if a person doesn't have that minhag, uh, probably it's not a good idea to start doing that because the Mishabura doesn't seem told by that. The Mishabura, I think, on the contrary, I think he says it's actually a bizarre to the bracha to throw the bread. So bizarre, I think he says, possibly he says that elsewhere. Besides, the if it's throw bread, it's a bizarre to the bracha, so you shouldn't throw the bread. Um, other than that, we said that, uh, based on this thesis, that we do pass in like Shmuel. We do pass in like Shmuel that a person can do with Sarach in the past, but as long as it will not ruin the food. Um, now, when it comes to, let's say, eating not like the Rabbeinu Tav. 
um, when it comes, or Rabbeinu Hanala, it could be even. But um, when it comes to eating, um, let's say, using uh, the bread as a, as a spoon, so um, as long as you eat the bread afterwards, that's perfectly fine. Strictly speaking, it's perfectly fine to do that. Because whilst you're eating it, whilst you're using it as a spoon, it's not, it's not becoming repulsive for you. You're eating it so before it becomes repulsive for other people. So it's not a problem. However, there are those who are meductic to keep what it says in the Sechah Sofrim, and that is that you should, because of the coverage of the bread, it's not covered to use it as a spoon, so you should eat, every time you sort of, you put a bit of food onto the bread, as well as eating the spread or whatever it is on the bread, that dip, you should eat a little bit of the bread with it, and then once you finish using it as a spoon, you should eat whatever is left over. That's the Medaxikim, that's the way it's brought in Shulchan Aras. Um, that's more or less the, the, the main halacha. As we said, obviously, because without saying, generally what comes out of this, the person should treat bread with the, with the uh, appropriate covered, especially bread and really all foods. We spoke about giving it to animals. Uh, unless, if you've got no other food to give to the animals, then you'd be allowed to give human food to animals. But um, other than that, really you shouldn't. But that's seemingly where it comes from the Menites that people give uh, bread to birds. Uh, if there's a Tzorech for people, then you don't have to worry about the COVID uh, of the food. For example, if you have to use the, the food to make uh, medicines and things like that for a poor, then it would be mutter. So you don't have to worry about the COVID. Obviously, minimize the bizarre to the food. And as we said, that's the idea where it comes from that when a person has uh, finished the meal, you shouldn't chuck the bread straight into the, into the bin. You should really put it in its own separate bag. Have a very good Shabbos and a very good vlog ahead.